Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door! Winning! No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for us. From the ultimate girl bomb grip to the professional grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girl Bomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb, available at Walgreens. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Planned Parenthood asked me to show someone how I see them, like really see them. So this ad is dedicated to none other than you, Diosa. I see you going out on runs every day, trying to reach personal goals and personal bests because you're training for a half marathon. I see the way that you go, go all out. You are putting your endurance to the test, your training. And I see you as someone willing to try new things and to work tirelessly to meet your goals. And I feel very lucky to get to see you in that journey. Thanks, girl. Yeah, it's definitely a new goal of mine. You know, I'm challenging myself and, you know, I'm trying to inspire others as well. Similarly to Planned Parenthood, thank you for seeing me. Planned Parenthood sees you, truly sees you not as patients, but as people deserving of understanding and compassionate quality health care and education. Not only that, but they understand the importance of having access to that care. So you can define exactly where you're going. Visit www.bscene.org to learn more about how Planned Parenthood is here to see you become who you will be. That's www.bscene.org. Bullshit.
Bullshit, a radiophonic novella. Locatora Radio, hosted by Mala Munoz and Diosa Fem. Hola, hola, locamores. Welcome back to season five of Locatora Radio, por casteras peligrosas. Listen at your own risk. Locatora Radio is a radiophonic novella, which is just a very extra way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. Thank you so much for tuning in to this capítulo, capítulo 106-106. Last time on Locatora Radio, we interviewed the one, the only, Prisca Dorques Mojica Rodriguez, founder of Latina Rebels. If you don't know the Latina Rebels Instagram, get acquainted, follow them. They are an iconic Latinx IG account. So you can tune into that episode across streaming platforms. Make sure to leave us a review and give us a five-star rating on Apple Pods. And of course, share with your friends. Yeah, anytime there's an episode that you think a homegirl, prima, comadre, anybody would enjoy, send it their way. It is a great way for new listeners to find us. And speaking of finding us, as you may know, we're on all social media platforms. We're everywhere. So you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and even Clubhouse. If you are looking for a Findom drain and aspire to be our human wallet, you can escort yourself right on over to our Venmo at Locatora-Radio. All proceeds go towards funding Locatora Radio. So you know exactly <laughs> where your money is going when you donate to us. Yes. And also, if you want to support another Latina brand, you can head over to vivecosmetics.com and use our affiliate code Locatora Radio 15 and get 15% off of your purchase from one of our favorite Latina-owned makeup brands. Now, we are still in the thick of our 90 Days to 100K crowdfund campaign. We are trying to raise a ton of money on the iFundWomen platform. So far, we've raised $13,335 thanks to our funders who have contributed selflessly. We have 173 funders. Keep listening until the end of this episode because we are going to name a large chunk of those funders. So stay tuned, especially if you contributed money, you just might hear your name. Also, shout out to our pod friends that donated different incentives like Joy of Build with Joy, Yakari Gabriel, Julio Salgado, who still has a custom portrait up for grabs on the campaign, on the iPhone campaign. Also, just in, we have some signed copies of Maria Hinojosa's memoir, Once I Was You. So head on over to the campaign, to the iPhone campaign to get your copy, your signed copy of Once I Was You. And also, one of our favorites, Cali Fajardo Anstein, also donated... Um, signed copies of Sabrina and Corina and we have interviewed her on the pod before and we're just super excited that all of our pod friends have contributed to the campaign in some way and also that gives you an opportunity to check out some of their work as well. The incentives on the iFundWomen our crowdfund campaign are really awesome thanks to our pod friends the other type of incentive that we have is more of a locatora-focused incentive. So on some tiers, if you contribute to our campaign, you can get ad space for your small business, for your project on Locatora Radio in return for your contribution. And different types of incentives like that, including one-on-one -on -one consultations with Diosa and I to talk about how to launch your podcast or digital media project. So check out all of those incentives because there's some for everyone. 
Yeah, and today we have somewhat of a like pop culture current events episode for y'all, which we like to throw into the mix every now and then. So we're going to just get started and jump into one of your favorite segments, one of our favorite segments, Weird Things White Women Did This Week. Yes, this story is very odd. It has to do with Ellie Kemper. I don't know if you all watch Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt or The Office, but Ellie Kemper is an actress who has appeared in both of those shows and is the star of The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, among other things. So (laughs) Ellie Kemper began began (laughs) trending on Twitter (laughs) after somebody tweeted out a newspaper story from 1999 saying that Ellie Kemper at the time had been named Queen of Love and Beauty at St. Louis's secretive Veiled Prophet Ball, again in 1999. And this process is part of an organization, I guess, that is called the Veiled Prophet Organization, which turns out to have some like, you know, like, uh, segregationist, like whites only type roots. And so the internet was aflame because Ellie Kemper was the main character of the day. So of course, the, this tweet comes out, right? And I'm reviewing a Vanity Fair article, which lays out the entire affair mm-hmm. uh, because I, I DM'd Diosa and I was like, okay, you need to check out this Ellie Kemper situation because it's like bizarre. It's wild. Everybody was like, Oh my God. So Ellie Kemper was like Miss Teen Queen KKK, like in St. <laughs> Louis, Missouri. And then others were like, you know, um, a fancy event put on by our local KKK. So lots of KKK affiliations were being made. So that led to journalists and tweeters and other people dig into like the actual history of this organization. Um, how Ellie was the veiled prophet queen. And it's just, like, fascinating because, you know, of course, secret societies exist, um, not just, and not just, like, um, the ones that we hear about all the time, the Illuminati and such. Like, there's a lot. Like, there's a ton. Like, 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 very strange stuff. So, um, yeah, this is our Weird Things White Women Did This Week. And I think Ellie Kemper kind of was taken by surprise because it's from a long time ago, from when she was, like, literally a teenager. And it just kind of came up, like, this week. And so, yeah, that's the story. That's the sitch. That is so weird. And so supposedly there's like no actual ties between the Veiled Prophet and the KKK, but that there's still like deeply problematic history of this organization. And um, yeah, what a like awful thing to be tied to you know even if like it was a long time ago I think like the conversation that I've seen around it is like do we allow do we allow people to grow like the internet is like quick to like make judgment and all these things and it's really complicated when you're talking about race and racism right because it's like Uh well you know those things aren't that complicated you're racist or you're not you know yeah And it's also interesting, too, because, you know, secret societies, exclusive Uh societies, members only societies, country clubs, all this stuff. Right. A lot more celebs and wealthy folks around us have been raised in these organizations than we know or recognize. Like, I didn't realize that this stuff existed until I went to high school. And then all of a sudden, everybody 
was like, oh, like my deb ball, my deb ball, my deb ball. I'm like, what the fuck is a deb ball? Oh, a debutante ball mm-hmm. over the National Charity League and all the other societies that they belong to, which are like very members only, very exclusive. And I have to assume probably somewhere along the line have some connection <laughs> to segregationist classes at the very least, of right? Course. Like very separatist type yeah. um, stuff, you know, as wealthy white people do. So yeah, this is just another slice of life, I guess. Another look into white womanhood in America. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. That's a very great way to put it. Because it's true. These secret societies are rooted in racism, classism, sexism. Lots of different things. Um, All the I think, isms. I think the the like the deeper you go, like the more you uncover, and it's like one of those things where it's like once you know one, like once you pull that thread, like you find the others, right? All right. So this has been another installment of weird things white women did this week. Even though it's a weird thing that Ellie Kemper did in 1999, it was relevant this week. So we went over it for you all. Now we're gonna talk about something I'm so excited about. Benefer is back, baby. Benefer is here. The nineties, the nineties are back, dude. The nineties no, are back. They're like early two thousands. Benefer is like the early two thousands. Um, and I have been dying to talk the about early two, that's true. The early 2000s yeah. are back. The early 2000s. The early 2000s are back in every way. We have Benefer, we have the straight leg yeah. jeans, fashion. we have the fashions, the mm-hmm. tiny purses, like the little like ones that hang on the shoulder. I mean, yeah. I have one now. Who am I? Who am I kidding? But they're, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. it's back in so many different ways. Um, but I've been super excited to talk about Benefer because I am like rooting for Benefer 2021, to be honest. I, I I am too. And I feel like the entire internet is rooting for Benefer. Like everyone seems to be happy about it. Everything I've seen on my timeline has been very pro Benefer, team Benefer. We're happy about it. We're proud of JLo. We're like relieved for Ben. Yeah. And I feel like yes. JLo is just like, I feel like she was revving her engines waiting to get out of that relationship. And because she, fucking, when she like got out of it, she really got out of it like yeah. at a sprint. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, we can only make assumptions about celebs because we don't oh, know yes. them. But oh, yes. I feel I feel like when J-Lo is done with a relationship, she's, like, done with it. Like, done. she she doesn't waste time. She moves on. Like, at least, like, to the public eye, right? Mm-hmm. We ne- Of mm-hmm. course, we never know, blah, 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 like, what goes on internally or, like, in her little circle. But I do feel like, again, I don't know J-Lo, but I feel like she really, <laughs> really loved Ben Affleck. Oh, like yeah. she, she had, like, the album, She on her album when they were together, I'm blanking on the, the album title right now, but she, like, ha- that's, like, the Jenny from the Block album. She, she was had in her like she He was in the videos. She had the song, a literal song named Ben. Yeah. Like, the song was, like, an, a dedication to him. And the album was, like, a dedication to him. Yeah. And so I feel like she really loved him, and I feel like the rumor was that his parents didn't want him to marry her, which is why he <gasps> called off the engagement. Allegedly. Allegedly. 
And then he ends up with Jennifer Garner. Mm-hmm. Which he is, fucks that up. She's a cutie. We love Jennifer Garner. We love Jennifer Garner. Love her. Um, and yeah, and now, 2021, we are back um, back in the early 2000s, apparently. Jennifer's back. I'm like, it like makes me giddy. It makes me so excited. The nostalgia. And you know what it is, too, is because they've both aged really well. Right. So they look good together again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes, it's like... It's exciting. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, okay, obviously don't, like, wait around for your toxic ex or anything. But it's like, <laughs> sometimes people need time apart, and then they come back together after many, many years, many relationships, and kids later, right? I think this works, like, for mature people, older yeah. people. And it works in those ways. Because yeah. the, gro- the growth has happened. And, you know, there's nothing like getting back to a tried and true ride. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She knows when you go to Disneyland, you know you're going to get on the Matterhorn. (laughs) You know it's going to be fun. You know that it's going to be worth the long wait in line. Yes. Shayla waited. Yeah. And she she rode the Matterhorn. She went back because... There was, like, it was going to be a good time, and she knew it was going to be a good time, and I'm proud of her. Yes, yes. I've been living for, like, the the photos, like, that we've been seeing of them online, like, just yes. hanging out, supposedly. Yeah. Um, He's, like, wrecked in the best way. They both look wrecked in the best way, honestly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I, I've seen that before. <laughs> oh, I'm living for it. I'm living for it. I just know that Ben, in his brain, is like... How is she in better shape now right. than she was in the Jenny from the block video on the yacht? Like she how? She really is. <laughs> she really, really is. Yeah. And then, so folks were like also freaking out because in the midst of Benifer, P. Diddy takes to Instagram and Sean decides to post a throwback photo of him and J-Lo when they were together in the early 2000s and 90s, back whenever, back yeah, in yeah, the yeah. day. I feel I've seen P. Diddy thirsting for J-Lo very publicly yeah. in like the last year. Like he commented yeah. on one of her photos when she was engaged with A-Rod and I was dying. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was a suggestive comment and people were like, yo, Sean. what are you doing? Um, and now I feel like he wants to put his hat in the ring. But, I, you know, in that case, I think J-Lo has outgrown P. Diddy. He's yes. like has a lot. I feel like he has a lot of work to do based on things that I've heard and seen um yes he was with cassie for many years right and then the mother of his kids passed away recently and he's been like publicly mourning that which i you know i feel i feel that i feel that um but now he's like seems like he's throwing his hat in the ring there it does seem that way and i will say this that j-lo is not one to get into like she's not gonna get her hands dirty criminally legally financially like JLo I think likes her ends to be tied up and everything to be in order like she's not in and out of courtrooms that's just not Hotalo that's never been her style and Sean Combs presented that sort of 
like situation to J-Lo while they were together. There was like a shooting and some other shit and some other things and some other things happened. So I just feel like J-Lo is like, let me avoid the drama. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And let's go see Ben. Let's go see Mark because we're (laughs) co-parenting still. They're co-parenting. Yeah, I mean, that photo of Mark and J-Lo did not really surprise me. I mean, they're co-parenting. It seems like they've been on good terms for many years. So I was just like, okay, that to me was like the most like boring photo of them all. Um, yeah. To me, because I was like, this is regular. They're, they, they're in Miami. They're co-parenting, you know, what have you. Um, yeah. But the rest have been super yeah. exciting. The drama. Yeah. <laughs> what did you What did you think when you saw that photo? Of her with Mark Anthony? Okay, well, I was swept up. So at first I was like, oh, my God, no way. <laughs> and then somebody was like, oh, like... Her ex-husband that she is still raising children with, she, like, actively co-parents two minor children with him. Like, of course, they see each other. It brought yeah. me back to my senses. But yeah. it was exciting in the moment. Okay, yes. I I was going to say, I think I wasn't that excited because they posted photos of, like, themselves, Mark and J-Lo, with A-Rod and mm. the kids. Yeah. So I was just like, <laughs> they, they co-parent, like... we've seen more we've seen juicier photos in this um so that was my take on it but what were you gonna say I also feel that okay obviously A-Rod was very much like twitter pated puppy dog boyfriend like very doting I got that vibe that sense again based on their outward public appearances the vibe that I was getting from over here from way over here um, was like, you know, A-Rod was kind of like a little more, yeah, very doting. She's like, she's like very precious to him, you know? I think Ben is like, wow, very dazzled by her. I think that he's very taken with her. I think that he's like overwhelmed by every her ness, you know, the J-Lo glow. You know, yeah. I think that he's taken. Yes. But I think that Mark Anthony... Mark Anthony does not give her the satisfaction of like blowing up her spot. He's very cool on her. He's not like, like, like hyping her up constantly. And I think that the others sort of do more of that for her. Yeah, I agree. I mean, in many ways, uh, Mark Anthony is a bigger star. Yes. You know, I mean, he's a vocalist, like he's a bigger star depending who you ask, right? Um, And so, yeah, I always felt like Mark Anthony, outwardly, right, was more of like typical machista husband, was going to be controlling. I remember, because I've been following JLo for many years, like many yes. of us have, I remember her looks drastically changed when she was married to him. She was very covered up. She was like, would wear long sleeves. I remember one time she had her hair wrapped and was wearing a long sleeve, like cape looking dress at some award mm-hmm. show. I'll never forget this. And, like, you know, she seemed like she toned herself down a lot in that marriage. Publicly, outwardly, what I observed, right? Yes, Um, yes. And so this is what I observed as a fan, that um, her looks changed in that way. And sometimes that does happen, depending on who we're with. Um, But Mm -hmm. I feel like he had a lot of, like, the makings of, like, a, like, quote, traditional machista husband. A Latino. um, Being married to a Latino that doesn't get it. 100% who also is like feels like he is the diva he's the star Mm -hmm. he's the star he's the diva and so how can she outshine him 
But right. in appearance, he looks like, so he's always looked like just like a little chihuahua to me. He is so, so small. So skinny. He's small. <laughs> I've, I've seen him live a couple times and he's very small. Love him. Dainty. Love yeah. him. He's one of my favorite salseros, but um, yeah, he's very tiny. <laughs> yeah. And like physically and when JLo's all put together and has her whole look, even when she's not all put together, you know, but when she's on a red carpet and she's head to toe, head to toe JLo, like, of course, she's going to outshine him. Right. You know, there's not enough fabric right. to hang on his tiny little delicate frame to compete <laughs> like with JLo. Right. Like, so right. it's exciting. Again, Team Benifer, I hope to see more. I hope there's more for us. Team Benifer. And also, can I just say, like, JLo just, like, she, I feel like, knows what she wants. And she's yeah. not afraid to, like, que me, no me importa que dicen la gente, you know, clearly. Like, there's lots of jokes about her, like, having as many rings as Thanos, right? And, like, there's, like, those kinds of <laughs> ca- kinds of jokes like that, right? Like, like ma- making equivalents to, like, sport, like, sports championships and those kinds of things. <clears throat> and I feel like she doesn't, she doesn't care. And, like, the memes and jokes are funny, but, like, really, she doesn't care. She doesn't care. Um... And I I need to f- see if this is an actual J-Lo quote or if I just attribute this to J-Lo. But I feel like I once saw this interview or I read an interview that someone did with J-Lo. And they asked her about one of her boyfriends at one point, And they were asking, do you think that she'll get married again? Maybe this was around the Casper era. Mm. And, and um, Casper Smart, right? Mm-hmm. Was that not his name? And I seem to remember J-Lo saying, I don't know, like, anything is possible. I love getting married. <laughs> She's like, I love to get married. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. I feel like you're That's probably so right. That's so her. I think you're right. Um, also, I feel like she's, like, the Elizabeth Taylor of our time. Mm. In terms of husbands and marriage sure. and relationships. Like, Lovers. she's the Elizabeth Taylor yeah. of our time. She doesn't care. She's beautiful. She's fabulous. She's has her own career, her own money. Like, she doesn't need to worry about getting divorced and things, you know? Also, also, let me just say, like, not to, like, hype up J-Lo too much because she's done lots of problematic shit in the past. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we recognize that. But considering she's a Latina and the way our community, like, quote, values marriage, and she's just like, I love being married. I'm going to keep getting married. (laughs) That's pretty iconic. (laughs) That says something. I love that. I can't lie. I love that. I love that. I mean, look, if JLo has anything, it's stamina, Mm -hmm. you know, and like a sense of what she wants, like you said, and she's going to get it. And she's been getting it for some time now, for a very long time. So, Hotelo, we see you. We actually have been talking about listeners. We've been talking about doing a full on JLo, like introspective, like episode, like a deep dive into mm-hmm. one Jennifer Lopez. So yep. that is likely coming um, in the future. So this is not that. This is just current events. She's on she's on fire recently. So we had to give JLo a shout out today. But yeah, expect that. Yes. Podcasteras peligrosas.
Hey, look, amores, we have a quick announcement about our iFundWomen campaign. As you may have heard, we're raising $100,000 to cover the startup costs of Locatora Productions and pay our team. We are well on our way to reaching our goal, but we still need your help to get there. If all of our listeners and one friend donated $5, we would meet our goal well before 90 days. Consider becoming a funder of Locatora Productions and contribute on ifundwomen.com forward slash project forward slash Locatora dash productions. So pivoting a little bit uh, or a lot, actually, uh, pivoting, <laughs> pivoting a lot to current events, world news, uh, news important to me. Um, if you haven't heard by the time this episode is out, Peru will have a newly elected president, but at the time that we're recording, it's election day. So it's January, January, oh my God, it's not January. It's June 6th. <laughs> I'm triggered by January 6th. It's June 6th. Fair, uh, <laughs> fair. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so it's June 6th. Today, I got to vote for the second time in the presidential elections and it's quite an experience. I was telling Mala, um, this was my second time voting because this is a runoff election, actually. So this was my second time voting. The first time that I voted, I got the times wrong, got the right when they were closing. And luckily, they were nice to me. And they were like, go hurry, get your vote in. So I mm-hmm. voted. The second time I made sure, this time around, I made sure to get there early enough. Um, and it was quite an experience. There were tons of people um, wearing their playeras del equipo de fútbol de, de Perú. Lots of people wearing their Marca Peru shirts, people, señoras selling food from their car, like they had their little platos. It was an event. And I was telling Mala, like completely different from like elections here. Um, They tend to be more of like a somber, serious, tense event, right? Today felt like people were energized. Um, And it's like a historical election because um, not only is Peru reaching their bicentennial this year, um, but also, uh, Keiko Fujimori, the daughter of Alberto Fujimori, dictator of Peru, who's currently incarcerated for uh, human rights violations and money laundering and a ton of other things, is running. And she's a neoliberalist, also very corrupt, has been accused of lots of things um, like money laundering and corruption. And she's running. Pero usted ha propuesto eh, indultar a su padre, Alberto Fujimori, y las víctimas de esterilizaciones forzadas tienen una deuda histórica. Hay una deuda histórica del gobierno eh, con ella. ¿Cuál va a ser su posición en caso usted asuma eh, la presidencia del Perú? Miren, en el caso del proceso eh, que se está llevando sobre el mal llamado esterilizaciones forzadas, eso fue un plan eh, de planificación familiar. And... The Fujimoristas in Peru have their own like movement, and I hate to call it a movement, but that's what it is. And um, the person that's running against Keiko Fujimori is Pedro Castillo. And um, he is a what you would call like an izquierdista. And to me, it's really funny that they're like calling him like a socialist or a Marxist because he's actually anti gay marriage and he's anti abortion. And so when I hear these conversations, I'm like, well, how far left are you actually when it comes to social, you know, social well-being and the social issues? He's not he's conservative, right? He's not a far left. But in terms of like the economy, he would be considered more of a he would be considered a Marxist and izquierdista. And because Peru is like recovering from still la época del terrorismo during the Sendero Luminoso, 
Um, communism, as we know, there's a lot of fear mongering when it comes to any type of discussion of communism. And because he's a far left and we have this like neoliberalist, but also incredibly corrupt person running against him, there's lots of tension. And so as we're recording, uh, the poll is like super, super close. I feel like very similar to how um, our past presidential election where it was like down to the percentages, right? And so, you know, I'm praying that Castillo wins, even though he was not my selection. He's not who I wanted to, you know, be the be the the candidate. He wasn't my candidate. Right. Um, But considering who he's running against, I gave him my vote and I'm just, you know, hoping for the best. Thank you so much for giving us the rundown, because I know I didn't know anything about really the run-up to this election, except for this urgency not to have another Fujimora like in office because of this historical precedent. So thank you so much for sharing. And um, I don't know, I think it's super awesome that Diosa voted in the Peruvian election (laughs) here in California. (laughs) Like, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this isn't why I voted, but I think this is an interesting practice that Peru does have is that if you don't vote, you actually get fined. So even as someone al extranjero, I would get fined when entering Peru. Of course, that's not why I voted, but um, it is something that, that it does force some people to vote, you know. Wow. I didn't know that either. That's fascinating. So the next time you go, you visit, they will know that you cast your ballot. They'll know whether or not you voted. Right. Oh, wow. (laughs) I mean, that's a system. Everybody has their system. It's a system. I know Mexico does this. Peru does this. But there's also La Ley Seca. So the day before elections, no alcohol is sold anywhere. Um, I'm sure that that that's true for other places in Latin America. So, yeah, this is a historical election. And the next time we we chat with y'all, you know, we'll be able to debrief. And um, I'm hoping that Castillo's elected and not Fujimori because I'm I'm worried for the future of Peru. And um, even though I don't live there, like I still I still want que Peru salga adelante. You know, of course, one hundred percent. Yeah. So this has been a really well-rounded episode. We've covered literally (laughs) from Ellie Kemper to Benefer to the Peruvian elections. Yes, we do it all. Don't ever let anybody tell you we're not well-rounded. We can cover it all. (laughs) Uh, It is very true. So that being said, um, we're worth investing in. Head over to ifundwomen.com forward slash projects forward slash locatora dash productions to contribute to our 90 days to 100k campaign. We're launching our own production house. As you know, we've been podcasting at the indie level since 2016. Diosa and I, we've grown exponentially. We sell ads now. We have a team. We continue to produce our own work and we are producing new shows. I have a new show coming out under the Locatora Productions banner called yes. Marijuanera. Yes, it's a podcast for hotheads. It's a web series about weed. It's both. So it, uh, we have even more work coming out. Diosa has new projects that Diosa is spearheading and launching. And uh, if you would like to help fund these projects and help us to pay our team, you can contribute to our iPhone Women campaign. And before we go today, we are going to read off some more names of funders who are helping us to make all of our dreams come true. Yeah, so we quickly want to thank, biggest thank you to Amaya 
Amanda Cortez, Magdalena Flores, Emily Franco, El Vaquero, Elena Ortiz, Diana Bailon, Leticia, Anna, Giselle, Leticia, Jennifer Stover, Melina, Daisy Vasquez, Katia, Esteban Uribe, and Carla. Thank you so much, y'all, for contributing. And if you didn't hear your name this time, no worries. We will get to you next time. All right. This has been another capítulo of Locatora Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. Besitos. Besitos. A radiophonic novella. Locatora Radio, hosted by Mala Munoz and Diosa Fem. Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing, and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express Card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. La cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.